Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of My Life Has Destiny. We have missed you guys. We are sorry that we were not with you guys last week. We took a much needed break so we could get some 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 rest, pretty much, um, and and come back nice and percolated and ready to go to give y'all a good show. Um, I do believe that we are having a show Wednesday as well, so y'all will get us twice this week, and we are super excited. We do still have some announcements to make um, for about what we got going on for coming up for the rest of the, rest of the year, um, and then we have some announcements that we'll make closer to the end of the year about what we plan on doing for our 2022 um, but we are super excited about next month, you guys, because next month it will be our year anniversary that we have been going live on Facebook, and we are super excited. We are going to have a anniversary show, so we will share that with y'all as well, um, and we're going to have some some heavy hitters on our anniversary show, um, some people that have been with us and been on the show before. Um, just to have them back on again, just so, so we could kind of reminisce about some things, you know what I mean? So, but we are excited because we can't even believe that a year has already went by. Um, I mean, it went by so quick. It was like a blink of an eye (laughs) kind of thing. Um, but we have, we have been going very strong since we started last October and we have, we are just excited to say that we have to thank you guys for us being where we are because we would not have been able to do it without you guys. So um, we have we have reached some limits that we didn't think we would reach so quickly um, with the show, but it, it has been a true blessing just to be able to be up here with you guys and be who we are on a daily basis. So um, again, we congratulate you guys for being the driving force, the supporting force that has has gotten us where we are. So it's not a congratulations to us without you guys, and we're just super excited. So, um, Quint, what do you have to say tonight, ma'am? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm excited to be here on tonight. Um, we really did, as Coco said, we really missed you guys. Um, we don't like taking time off, but we both needed some rest. So tonight we got a great show for you on tonight. Um, we're not sure if our honorary host is going to come in and join us, um, but prayerfully he will. Um, but we're in a place where we all need to know what season that we're in. We all need to know um, how God is moving in our lives. Uh, it may be a struggle. It may be some blessings coming to pass. It may be some turmoil. It, it, it just, we just need to know what season we're in. It could be a birthing season. It could be a planting season. You never know. And you never know the time of the season that you're in. So we're going to talk about that on tonight. You need to know, Miss Malagros. (laughs) Oh, we already know you and your birthing. Yes. (laughs) We already know you about to give birth, but, (laughs) um, we are just going to trust God that he is going to 
well, we just welcome him in because he's always with us. So we just welcome in, in him into this place and we're going to say what he'll have us to say. We're going to do what he'll have us to do. And we pray that you all just receive because he said his word will not go out and return back void, but it will accomplish what it set out to do. That's so we trust that you all are going to be blessed on tonight. And whatever it is you need, if you have questions that you want to ask, please put them in the comments. Um, if you want to talk to us afterwards, please let us know. If you want coaching, Coco and I do have coaching plans. Inbox us. Okay. So, yes, we're about to get started. I'm excited. Yes, I'm, I'm super excited about that, too. Yes. Um, because we 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 are about the total person, especially when it comes down to coaching. It's not just oh, you say I want to be coached because I'm trying to get there or I'm trying to reach this level in my life. We are about the total person because in order for you to get to your next level, you first have to understand where you are. Amen. Um, and so a lot of people don't understand where they are currently. So that is one of the things that we'll be talking about briefly tonight. We will not go full force into it, but it will be brief um, so that you can understand about where you are. Just like me and Quint may host the show together, but personally, we are on two different levels in our lives and we are both headed to our next stage, you know, our next level. But our next levels are different, but we still work together to do what we have to do. And even with our next levels being in different places or taking us to different avenues, you know, um, in our personal and spiritual walk, we still come back together as a collective to say, okay, so this is what we need to do, you know, and that's that's pretty much what we do. Like we we make sure that everything can work cohesively. Yes, you know what I mean? Um, and you have to, that is very important, you guys. So let us say that first and foremost. In order for your business to run cohesively, because this is business for us. We do it for fun, but it's business for us. You know what I mean? Um, you still have to be on the same page. You got to be on one accord because you can't be clashing and not thinking about the same thing in order to get your business where it's trying to go. So um, we think about each other as whole individuals, first and foremost. We love the podcast. We love to connect with you guys. But if we not right, we got to get it right before we can get up here and talk to y'all. You know what I mean? So that's that's the main thing for us, even though we you know, we we don't go through, you know, things like that, that we can't get up here and do what we got to do. That's never uh, that's never a case for us. So. You know, at the end of the day, the biggest thing is to to speak, uh, talk about what you're trying to do. Pray for your business as a unit. Then you pray for your co-workers and the people that you work with. And then you pray with each other. And then you talk about what you got to do to move forward. And then that's what you do. You start implementing the things that you have discussed and prayed about to move forward. The problem with a lot of people is they don't implement or put action behind the Amen. things they pray about. They just wait to see if the prayer is going to do <laughs> what they wanted it to right. do. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you gotta, you still got to do your part. You know, once you pray about it, you still have to do the action to to get things moving and get the ball rolling. So, you know, um, as we say all the time, yes, the Lord don't need your help. 
you know, once we give it to him, that's where we leave it. But you still have to do your end that's of right. the bargain. You know what I mean? And that's what we do collectively. So we sit down and say, okay, well, what are what are we what are we doing next? You know, and then we start implementing action plans Amen. to make these things happen. And well, this, go ahead. Let, let me just jump in real quick. There's a difference between waiting and procrastinating. Yeah. Um, so you may say that you're waiting on the Lord and you may just be procrastinating. Faith without works is dead. It's so important for you to get up and do. Um, and even as we pour out, we're poured into. We are always under wise counsel. Yeah. So um, we don't do anything without prayer and wise counsel. Yes. We move our leadership, know what we're doing because they're on the back end praying for us and they minister to us. So that's important for you to be able to sit at the feet mm-hmm. <laughs> of someone and get wise counsel. Yes. Because if you know it all, guess what? Nine times out of 10, you're not going to grow. That part. So. <laughs> that part. So please, counsel. Yes. I'm learning that be still does not mean stop. That's right. Exactly. Um, yeah, it does not mean that you stop working. It just means that you have to take those still moments to to get yourself together. It, it's nothing wrong with finding a place of zen, as I call it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with taking the time out to, to work on you. If that's what you have to do, that's the best thing to do. Because if you don't work on you, the, you have to ask yourself, what have you been giving people? That's right. You know what I mean? When you got a lot going on, everything about you is busy, buzzling. You're not taking the time out to get fed. You're always pouring out. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is being poured back in. Then what are you giving out? Right. You know, and that's that's the thing that you have to ask yourself, you know, at the end of the day. What am I giving to people? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and that's to, for us. That's very important. And, and go ahead. what she means by that when she say, what are you giving to people? If you are in a place of hurt, you can give the people a place of hurt. Yeah. If you're in a place of unforgiveness, you may pour into the people that unforgiveness. So spirits transfer. That's another topic, but they do transfer. So it's so important when you minister, you mm-hmm. minister from a right place, a pure heart. You minister yeah. knowing that you're giving the people what God says to give the people and you're not coming from a place of emotion and you're not coming from a place of hurt and pain because y'all heard the saying hurt people hurt people and it's true and it is true it does happen whether it's intentional or unintentional it does happen so it's important to pray about what you're sitting under because um (laughs) everything is not for you yeah Everything is not for you to sit under and you need to pray and ask God, is the, am I in the right place? Mm-hmm. Is it the right time? Yeah. Sometimes he shifts some things. You may have been in the right place for that season, but it may be time for you to go. That part um, is important. Yes, that part is important. And if you stay too long, things start to happen. Negative mm-hmm. things start to happen. So you have to know when it is your time to go. Yep. Yeah. It's very important that you know um, 
Well, as again, we we came up here today to talk about where you are. It is very important that you know where you are. Um, if you don't know where you are, you need to, to pray, ask God to show you, give you some clarity. If you have leaders, talk to your leaders about where you are. I'm very open and transparent with my leaders, first and foremost. That's that's the first thing. I tell them when I, when I'm I'm at that place where I'm like, look, you know what? Right now, I want to do what the Lord wants me to do, and and all the rest of this stuff can be X out, like for real, for real, you know. And that's that's my conversation with them, mm-hmm. um, because when you when you feel that urge or that that urgency to really really walk in who you're supposed to be or to do what God wants you to do, you have to move. Um, because sometimes you don't know why you're in that place of urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, um, I can say that right now, um, it's just like, I, I know that there's more that he needs me to do. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to do that thing, I have to understand where I am. I got to understand what I'm like, where I'm lagging, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to understand. <laughs> that was what made me false. <laughs> uh, I have to understand um, where I'm lagging and I have to understand um, where I'm flourishing. Mm-hmm. And the parts of me where I'm lagging at is what I choose to work on. That's Even right. the parts of me that's flourishing, I still make sure that I work on those too because those parts of me can slow down. I don't mm-hmm. want anything to slow down. I want everything to add up and be on the same page. You know that's what right. I mean? So at the end of the day, hold on, let me see. I believe that when God asked Adam, where are you? It was a, that's, yeah, it was. It, that's exactly what that was because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, first, of, first and foremost, there was no need to go run and hide. Because that's God right. already knew what he had done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's that's what a lot of us don't don't understand. And it seems like we tend to forget that. God already knows what we did. That's right. He already knows what we're capable of doing in the first place. Mm-hmm. But we ourselves have to admit the things that we have done. That's right. And then we have to choose to either go past those things. Or, I mean, you're going to learn from them regardless. You know what I mean? Because you ain't got no choice but to learn from what you do. Mm-hmm. So, but we have to either choose to go past those things and repent and make it right, or you could choose to dwell in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In Adam's case, he ain't had no choice. That's right. The Lord said, because you disobeyed me, this is what you're going to have to deal with mm-hmm. afterwards, because he, he was given blatant instructions and went against the instructions. That's right. and, and that's where me and Quint are in this season. In this season, we don't want to go... Um, we don't want to walk around without his instruction. Um, right. Let me tell you, let me tell y'all something about, about that feeling. First of all, if God has given you specific instruction and you are choosing not to obey the instruction, disobedience really is not just a word for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. This it, it is called being disobedient, but that's not that's not all that's going on. Yes, when you begin to walk in a place of disobedience, you disrupt. Mm-hmm. the things that you got going on in your life, period. And if people don't want to tell you all the truth, we're going to take. That's right. Okay. First of all, you don't want that disruption Mm-mm. because it's hard to come back from sometimes mm-hmm. 
because you don't know how long the ramifications of your your disobedience can last. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you get in trouble with your parents, right? Your parents tell you that you're grounded, but they don't give you no time limit Mm -hmm. on being grounded, right? At the end of the day, (laughs) um, you know you in trouble, but you don't know how long for it. Right. You can't do nothing. You got to stay in the house. You can't do this. You can't do that. They take away whatever they choose to take away. Okay. The Lord does the same thing to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could have you could have been in a play a season of favor and you just reneged on your season of favor because you were oh, disobedient. That's right. That's right. So because, now because you reneged on your season of favor, your favor is gone. Right. Now, now you got to deal with a season of grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. Because it turns into rebellion and rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And then your sin turns into iniquity and you just continuously do it over right. and over. It turns into a cycle. So right. it gets easier and easier for you to sin because you're walking in that disobedience. It's bad enough. Oh, huh? Yeah. Can you explain uh, the sins you're talking about? You talked about the sin of witchcraft, and and the reason I I want to ask you too is because sometimes we like to overlook it. We Mm -hmm. like to make it so lofty that it ain't. It's not me. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Witchcraft, and because it was obedience at first. Oh, I got obedience. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bad there here and there. Mm There things that come out of my mouth that shouldn't. I understand. But what? Oh, no, I don't deal with witchcraft. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? And so mm-hmm. you have to explain what, and I'm asking that if you could explain how that transition happened. What the, okay. What's that sin of disobedience? How does it become the sin of uh, witchcraft? And where are we in the walking steps to get there? Okay. Well, what, once again, that sin, it becomes a continual sin. It becomes easy. So it turns into iniquity. Um that may be lying. It may be cheating. It may be fornication. It's just you doing stuff outright. You know it's wrong, <laughs> but you just decide, hey, I'm gonna do this anyway, and I'm gonna pay the consequences later. So now you're just you're walking in rebellion. It doesn't matter. I know my mother said do this. Let me give you an example of me. My mother said, do not go to this boy's house. I was a teenager. I said, fine. Now. I knew I was walking wrong when I said I ain't going to his house, but I'm going to his cousin's house. And his girlfriend showed up with a gun. So I could have got my head blowed off because I was outright rebellious. I knew I wasn't supposed to be around that boy. My mother told me not to be around him. And that's where we get with God. All right. Yeah, I know this is wrong, but I'm about to go over here. I need to see this this dude or I'm I'm just going to lie by omission i'm gonna I'm I'm say this much but i'm not gonna say this much it's still a lie lying by omission is still a lie yep. we are outright doing wrong and we know it's wrong so that's where the rebellion comes in amen amen and go um go ahead I, I, if you don't mind yeah i just want to um let folks know where my heart is right now and how this is blowing me away because I be- really believe this podcast is a podcast of confirmation. Uh, before I came on here, um, I was having discussions with my grandkids about the item of cause and effect. And as Coco said, um, you know, we don't know how long that punishment's going to go. 
Right. But the problem is, is where, uh, you know, is exactly where Quint was saying is that they knew it was going to be something. Mm -hmm. They knew that this yelling, louding, arguing was, was going to cause their mother to respond this way. And then that was going to perhaps lead to trouble or you may get off with it. Now, like Quinn said, that's the sin of, um, you know, of omission. That's the sin of um, just, we, we know it's a sin. We've fallen into it. We, we It's so many categories that come under that, that big old umbrella. Mm -hmm. But then when she said the item of witchcraft is the repetition and the staying there in rebellion. Mm -hmm. And it, it opens up all these other things because now you've okayed this. What else can you put in that little bucket? Right. Now you okay that. Now we got three of them. Let's put one more item that we don't do right mm -hmm. under that bu bucket. And then we wonder what happened to the favor of God. Yeah. Right. And then now, we get like Adam, where we try to run and we try to hide, mm -hmm. but God still sees you. Yeah. Right. So, and like, like Milagro said, now we're walking in. Okay. That was a, a place for us to examine ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, we have to do those self-evaluations. And I ran and I hid for a long time. My spiritual mom lived across the street from me. I went from going to her house every day to eat to her seeing me maybe once a month if I was sick and the Lord knocked me down. Wow. Now, that when a person's living right across the street from you, I was in a backslidden state. I was going to the clubs. I was fornicating. I was acting a whole fool. So I was not going up in her house knowing that she was going to read me my rights. So I was running, hiding, doing it all. Mm -hmm. And she knew it. She didn't judge me, but I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. And we know that same thing is what, what you said, Coco. Um, our parent, you know, I love the fact because somehow we miss saying our father who art in heaven. Mm -hmm. and, but then when we take it, take it to being about Terrence, you know, okay, so what did Terrence do today? You yeah. know, our father, my parents knew. Now I'm old enough that when my grandkids or my son says something, I'm sitting back going, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. really oh really is that how it happened mm -hmm. okay because you heard it you mm -hmm. were the one saying it 20 years ago you know 15 years ago you were the one who was uttering those same words and god is now giving you discernment right. to see you in other people yeah. to see other people's actions towards you coming out at this particular time and moment mm -hmm. and of course that's where god is he called adam right you know why? He didn't have to call Adam. He already knew where Adam was. He could have just went right there and said, Adam, I'm right here. Mm -hmm. What's up? But he chose to allow Adam to put his foot in his mouth. That's mm -hmm. right. That's yeah. what the record, that's what that recognizing where you are is. It's like you're either going to put your foot in your mouth, or you're going to say, you know what? Let me put my hands up. I'm not worthy. I, I don't got this right. I can't do it without you. Mm -hmm. That's the message. You, but you're you, there. But see, but, a lot of people tend to forget that the reason why he called him out like that because he wanted to see if he was going to tell them the truth. That's right. That's all but it was. He, he paid the blame game. He didn't take accountability. The woman you gave me, she she gave this to me, mm, but right. she had the instruction. Yep. He wanted yep. to see if he was going to tell them the truth. When he mm -hmm. called him out, he said, where you at? And then when he come out, I'm here, but I'm hiding. Why are you hiding? I'm naked. Who told you that? Right. 
That that's that's pretty much that's, that's how the conversation. Who told yep, you that? That's exactly what the conversation was. You right. Who what told you that? Was, that part. That, that part right there. What happened was so the fact that I'm naked now. Now I'm shameful. Now I'm embarrassed. Now I have to cover up. But you didn't know all that before. That part. That part. Because you was wrong, you was roaming around free. Exactly. Like a jaybird. Won't no issues. None at all. You know, now now that you look at yourself, oh, that ain't supposed to be showing. Right. But who told you that? Right. Or even worse in today's society, hey, you want to see it out swinging everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no shame in your game. You ain't even half embarrassed. Mm -hmm. That part. That part. It, it, you know, at, at the end of the day, this is the thing. This this is the one thing that I can say that I, I love. Um, and and uh, my spiritual father actually preached about it Sunday. I mean, when I tell you the man walked heavy Sunday, he walked all the way heavy all the way. Sunday. Um, but what he did, um, I loved because at the end of the day, he's like, okay, so if I can't come to you and tell you about you, there, there's nothing I can do. That's it. And 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 my my my. Let me tell you something about my spiritual father. His demeanor is so laid back. First of all, he's a real laid back, cool dude. If he come left field, honey, you have really done something. If he come left field, because that is not in his demeanor like that. Right. You know, you know what I mean. Right. So he is a real laid back, cool dude. At the end of the day, even if when he come back to you in all his laid backness that he got, he still come to you laid back like that. He don't mm-hmm. come to you and be like, yeah, da, 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 da. you know, he's not one of them type of people. He's like, look, this is what I see. This is what you need to fix. Amen. And that's how he address you like that. I mean, he come to you so that's laid it. back and cool about it. You like you know what? Yes, sir. <laughs> you did. You have no. I mean, it's just one of the moments where you just yes, sir. You know, and, and you take it and move on. If you can't take it and move on, something is wrong. It's because how how he delivers it yes. to you. you it know sounds what like mean? a piece beyond understanding. Right. I mean, when I tell you, he's he's so laid back about that's that's what it is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's what it is. I mean, and even even in his wife, my spiritual mom, same way. She come to you in so much grace, like you just be like. Okay, all right. Like you just you just can't you don't you can't come to them and, and really have a whole bunch of backlashing words. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even if I was their real child, I cannot see myself trying to talk back to them. It's not possible because of how they come to you. Mm-hmm. The way that they address you is just like, you know what? Okay, yeah, I did it. All right, what I gotta do to fix it. That's how you just be that's that's how it is. Just, yeah, I did it, but what I gotta do to fix it, and they will te- they will sit you down and tell you what you gotta but do to fix it. I just always feel like um and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. But that's just a sign of the spirit. It's yeah. a sign of you know when we, we talk about uh fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. and, and that's where that comes from. When you're with God, you know your only job is just to Say what God wanted you to say. That's yeah. it. And so once you've done that, I've seen you do it many times, Coco. <laughs> I've, I mean, you you say I went in there and they looked around and they they came to me with some, and I looked at them like you really don't want to ask that question. Are you sure? You know, it's like <laughs> you know because and you weren't going to walk away upset about it. You were going to give what they asked for. 
because the spirit told you to respond at that mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And that becomes a peace beyond understanding. Right. Because once you know it's just about God, you can do what you want to the messenger. I'm awesome. I right. did what God asked me to do. Right. You know what I mean? You know, if I die here, this is the best point. I have just finished what God asked me to do. Yes. And I have zero points to lose at this moment. So if you do the do, you're only helping me out. Yeah. I might mess up tomorrow. You know what I mean? But right now I got this. People, you know? people don't understand that though. Like I said, we the way he delivered it, and he just walked Amen. so easy with it Sunday. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like, I mean, he stepped on toes. I was like, look, the folks just need to say out to keep it Ouch. moving. Amen. Like for real, for real. Say out to keep it moving because there ain't nothing that you can say to come behind mm -hmm. that because you know you find yourself in it, period. Right. You know, and that's that's what it was. Like, like at the end of the day, you just like, wow, like this dude and his demeanor is so uncanny. It ain't even funny. Like, I mean that's that's how he is. That's I I can't that they ain't no words for the man. Like it, Amen. as I get older, bless the Lord. I want that I want the demeanor that he got, you know, because that that is something for me to watch. You know, oh, when I, I just, grow up, I want to be like these two women of God that are before me. So <laughs> if he can allow me to get a little bit of it. But I'm happy with the portion he's already given me. That part. You don't want everything you think no, you're asking for. No, no. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to sit at the table. You say it's on a saucer. I'm good. That's enough for me today. <laughs> you know? no. Right now, in the season that I'm in, I'm praying for wisdom and a filter over my mouth. That was <laughs> Coco. Come on now. You come on, Miss Coco. You were not that was not the point. Oh my goodness. No, T, my filter has completely broken. Yeah. I think before it it was like um just malfunction. No, it's, <laughs> it's completely broke. Well, and, think of it this way. All you gotta do is wait for that shipment of that part to come in. You be Look, good then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, back may, I might need a new one. Um, oh, mercy. Okay. A Quintus and Chevette has been showing oh, up. Now. Yes. Yes. Now. Uh, yeah. When you get them both oh. on the when you get them both over the same day to you, it is interesting. <laughs> really, really Coco. Really Coco. I'm just saying. It is interesting. Because you just have to sit back and be like, okay. Um I got to pull them all out today and we're going to sit them in class and we got to have a conversation. <laughs> That's what, what we got to have a conversation over here. You know what's funny, Coco? She's saying it like she hasn't already been real with everybody about all the folk that with her and which one we need to watch out for. No, it's worse. It is worse. It is worse. Where mama texts, she sent a text to Coco and said, tell your sister to get off Facebook. <laughs> Wow. I thought you were already getting off Facebook. You look, went back? Look, she became uh, Petty Betty. Okay? Uh, uh, she became Petty Betty. Uh, for like three days. Not, not, not a couple not, not once in the blue. No, three days. A whole Petty Betty for three days now. Okay? You know God works in the number of threes. Be careful, sis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm you know, I know we family, but I'm gonna say sis in the in the Lord right now. We gotta Look. watch out for you. Okay. Oh 
Okay, better be for a whole three days. But I got, I was like, I just come around the corner like Quint Jones. Amen. And that was all I said. That was it. And she just go look what you already know what. Sitting <laughs> here like yes. <laughs> look, Malaga talking about you in transition. No, she ain't. <laughs> Yes, Mercy. I am, Milagros. I am in transition. Yes, ma'am. She is not in the transition. Mm. No, what's going to happen is Aquintus and Chevette is going to get saved. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate them. I hope they do it by the end of the month. In the next two weeks. Um, so bless him. So everybody can be saved and on the one accord together. Thank Amen. you. Amen. So yes, uh, but yes, that that right there was a whole petty bitty move when I had to get up out the bed and come round the corner to say, "Excuse me, Miss Jones." Yeah, that's who they wrote that song about. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> me and yeah, Mrs. Jones. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't have a thing going on because no, yeah, that no. that, yeah, that, that, that was right a now. whole issue. Yes, she did yes. She got yes. some things going on. What's their name again? What's them girls' name again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Milagros. It can't. It can't. Do you hear me? It can't. Look. Hello, Milagros. Uh-uh. Look, you, you would not have wanted to be in the building that night. I'm telling you. Uh, It, it was interesting. It's still interesting right now. Um, because I hope she said Patty Betty down for the day. Okay. Yeah. So but yes. what type of matches were around there, man. Look setting it off. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Pray <laughs> through it. Pray through it. I don't need to know. Thank you. Know. Thank yeah, that you. looks like that, that's a trend. That's a move backwards. I don't need to bring that <sighs> back. Up. Yes, because that right there. I mean, let me tell you something. Uh, uh that these 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 two. Here's the reason I say it because we get taxed so often that before we know it, we let go of what you know is God's hand walking us through it. And we let go because we got it now. We've been doing good, things are okay. But that's the one point that the enemy wanted to wait for. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as we let go of that hand, he's like, Oh, oh, let's see how much is really there. Right. Because remember, Job didn't ask for nothing. Mm-hmm. He had that that permission had to be given for that to to take place, you know. So we have to remember that just because we okay doesn't mean that job the guy won't step back a point and say yeah. you can do this this and this. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's that's the thing because he's trying to get if you're helping people, mm-hmm. he ain't trying to talk to the ones that are messing everybody up. They doing right. their job, mm-hmm. you know. That's what the enemy does, mm-hmm. you know. But if you're the one over there putting band-aids on and you know checking temperatures and getting them through the rough points of being sick and they're about to get up and rise and walk again mm-hmm. oh no he can't have no victories happen right and so he needs to stop that person that's multiplying the word of god putting faith into to sight where people are seeing god move and you know that's why we have to hold on because i'm nothing i really am you know, I get so focused on that he forget. Even in my roughest moments, I still trust God. That part. I may act up sometime, 
but I still turn back to God. I know how to repent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know how yes. to turn it and cast my cares upon him. I might act up a little bit or a lot, but <laughs> I, I have to. I can't stay in a place where, okay, Quint, you just going to live here and this is what Amen. it's going to be and how it's going to be. Yeah, no, man. I am going to self-evaluate. I'm going to turn it back over to God and say, Quint, okay, you got to stop playing right now. Enough is enough. Put a Quintus aside because yeah. she acting up and yeah, it's not going to make it any better. So that's the place that I am in now. The season that I'm in is, although I'm in a birthing season, I'm also in a season of self-evaluation and God is truly dealing with me. So yesterday <laughs> I was fixing a plate and the Lord spoke something and I just started laughing. And Coco looked at me and I was like, the Lord got jokes. <laughs> and I was just like, and I still didn't share with Coco what he said, because today he gave me a part two. And I was like, you so funny, Lord. But <laughs> I'm just like, okay, God. All right, Lord, I hear you. I hear, And then I had nerve to say, stop talking to me. Wait, wait, wait. Don't stop talking to me, but stop talking to me about that particular situation. Like, and that was the petty part coming out again, because somebody already told me, oh, this is your ministry. And I was like, why? Why? Mm. <laughs> that was my, <laughs> I, I, mm -mm. why? That was the petty part too. All you right. didn't do the head shake, did you? Mm -hmm. Oh, snap. Why? Yeah. <laughs> no. And I was driving. Who said that? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. Well, amen. Amen. We all have to take that walk. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it rains while we walk. We, we just can't make it back home in time. So, amen. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Look, it I, is, I'm it still was, trying to pour. I'm still trying to get this in. I am looking forward to the moment we don't have to name which Quinn is talking. That part. Yeah. That Billy, part. Just throw a shot at me. No, I'm just. I just know. See, the difference is when I'm speaking to both of you, it, it's it's such a heart opening and refreshing moment. Because talking to women of God, and, and, and trust me, I, I want everybody who even hears the sound of this to know that's not an easy thing to say to people. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I don't care if you go to church, I don't care if you say you believe in God, every um, person is not a woman of God. Mm -hmm. We're all saved. We're all there. We A hospital is church, and there's a bunch of people who are getting well. There's some people that catch stuff that they didn't have when they went in. Mm -hmm. That just happens in a hospital. So, you know, you see a minister who shouldn't be a minister, and I'm not trying to dog anybody, any one specific person out, but they're giving stuff that ain't right. You know they, they're with three people in the congregation already, and now you say, well, if God can save them, he can save me. Absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. Absolutely correct statement. But God didn't want you going down that path. You came mm -hmm. in with another issue that was supposed to take care of you. That's the hospital. You were supposed to get that issue taken care of. You weren't supposed to go out with the same thing that the other folk have. 
you know, right. and that was where the growth was supposed to be. And so mean. when I say woman of God, you know, you guys are there. You guys are, you know, and I know you struggle. I know you fight. I know you take go to battle. You know, the breastplate is on. You know, the belt is on. You know, don't even start talking about the helmet. You guys okay. go out ready, check, and then you check each other's armor all yeah. the time. That's you know, it. So, I'm and, always and I, checking. And, and that's the beauty of saying we understand. We're not trying to cast stones on anybody, but you got to be with God. You got to check that evaluation you're talking about, Quint. You know, hey, man, there are a lot of folks that would have fought against that part. Couldn't even hear that they went through three days. What are you talking about? I was with God. Well, yeah, you was you was in the room, but he was on the other side. We had wondering when you were gonna walk over. You know, yeah. now the good yeah. part is at least you was in the room. Yeah, so, I mean, amen. what you just said just goes back to a conversation that we was having yesterday. Uh, oh, my perfect. my my lovely niece and I love her. Uh, said to me, she was like, Auntie, you you about to make me cry. And she was like, I just feel like you, you know, you just going in on me. I said, No, I said, This this is love. I said, if I'm telling you the truth, it's love mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I said, This this is the best love you can get from me, is for me to tell you the truth at the end of the day. Oh, amen. Wow, that's deep, Milagro. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Right. And and, and I mean, it, it's just like you know. And I was like, look, if 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 we walk out the door and I don't tell you the truth, then I don't I don't love you, right? Yeah, I, I gotta yeah. to love you enough to tell you the truth or something. Yes, that's walking in fear. You know, right? You and then even, you can't even approach the subject, right? You're afraid. And it's just like for for me and Quint, and even for me and you, if I can't if I can't come to you in the truth, then are we friends? Mm-hmm. Like for real, isn't that, isn't that the difference? It, that are are we friends? Because I I would rather have my friend tell me the truth than to tell me what they think I want to hear. Right, right. So that that's my whole my whole thing. Like you know, there there are always going to be situations and circumstances, certain things that you may not want to touch on, but if it need to be addressed, you address it. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like I um like I tell everybody all the time, look. I'm I'm worried about you as a whole individual. That's it. Okay? Um, and if you don't want me to do that, then you tell me that, and I'll back off. Uh huh. Because if you you only want me to help you deal with certain certain parts of you, that ain't <laughs> that's not what I can do. <laughs> right. That, that part. That part. Oh my goodness! Why is she not on here with us? That part. <laughs> Wait, let me send her the link. That that oh part right goodness. there. Like, it, and it's just like at at the end of the day, that's that's just what it is for me. You know what I mean? I I've been around a lot of people who call themselves friends, but you're not. I mean, you you saw a whole pit in front of me, and you would have let me just walk right in and fall. Like, like that mile down the road, all you right. have to do is say something. You saw a whole pit in front of me, and you just would have let me walk right in and fall. And, and, and then, and then after I would have failed, you would have looked down in the pit and said, "I'm gonna go get help, not reach your hand out." Mm, like, right. like that. That's that's what I know. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you know, I had to sit back and say, "Okay, Lord, I need you to show me something." She said, "She in the dark, in the bed." <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, and and let me let me explain. Like, like for me, 
um, I'm not going to do that. If I see that there's a pit in front of you, if I see that there's a puddle, baby, I need you to hop over the puddle. Right. Okay. Or you can walk around it if you like. Um, but don't don't walk all the way through it because when you right. walk through it, it's a little deeper than what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the the stuff that you you. <laughs> she said, "I'm shooting from the cave." <laughs> um, uh, but that's that's the stuff that you don't allow people to mm-hmm. to deal with. Like, why why would I let you go through something that you do not have yeah. to go through? Right. Um, but that's it, it, but at the end, even if I tell you about it, it's still ultimately your choice of how you deal with it. Right. So and, and that that was proven like this weekend. Yeah. Um I I told my daughter something and she was like, I'll talk to you later. So needless to say, she didn't follow what I told her. And plans <laughs> did not come to pass. Okay. Discernment so, is discernment. I'm sorry. It's what's good. You're not right. planning on it. You hope it doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. But God tells you how it's about to happen. Yeah. Right. You know. And and then I said, um, well, from now on, I'm gonna keep quiet. <laughs> yeah. And nine times out of ten, I have already told her already. And then Coco comes behind her days later and tell her the same thing and wasn't even a part, wasn't of, the even a part of the conversation. And that's that's exactly what happened. Like so it, it just be like, okay, well, it it is what it is. And I mean, we are hard-headed. She got a lot of traits of me, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you're grown. You have to choose to go down your own path. Mm-hmm. If I all I can do is guide you at this point, I'm not forcing you to do anything because mm-hmm. you're grown. And grown people, I give them advice and keep it moving. And I can't feel bad after I give you the advice because mm-hmm. now the blood's off my hands. I yep. say what the Lord will have me to say. And I wait. Coco be like, you're not going to say nothing? No. The Lord didn't release me to say nothing yet. But mm-hmm. when he released me, he really released me. So then it comes across, it just come across firm, just, just firm. And then she like, thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I couldn't say anything into her until he told me to say it. Exactly. Because it's bad enough. Most of the time when I talk to um, people, they walk in the spirit of offense. Mm-hmm. And it may be the way I come across, but I can't worry about your spirit of offense because I got smacked in church twice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, you did. <laughs> two times on Sunday. I know I deserved it. I know I needed a meeting. But it, it was what it was. It was out of love. If you did not know what was going on, you didn't know. It looked real subtle. But I knew it was a meeting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, well, <laughs> I gotta take it with grace and mercy and keep well, it moving. You do. And keep it moving. During the service, Okay. <laughs> Love chats. Keep it moving. But I mean, you have to be to the point where you have to hear instruction during your season. You have to be able to hear. Sometimes God will speak directly to you. Sometimes God will send somebody to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Now, nine times out of 10, he spoke it to you and he yeah. sent you a confirmation. 
you already know what season you're in. Now, you decide if you're going to be rebellious with your season or if or you're going to go through your journey of obedience. Because like Malagato said, we, we did it our way already. And I tell y'all all the time, obedience is a process. It is a journey. Mm-hmm. It does not happen overnight. As much as you want to throw everything down, baby, no, it don't happen. You're going to be tempted. You're going to be tried. You're going to go through your obstacles and you're going to get in your state where it's like, mm-mm. Nope. Why? Why I got to go? Mm-mm. Yeah. Not. Mm-mm. But it's a process. It's a daily walk. Yeah. It's a daily walk. And it's I, a lot easier I, to I'm go still with. It. Since 2018, <laughs> I'm still on my journey of obedience. I decided to take that leap of faith in 2018. To this day, I'm still walking it. But it's a lot easier to just go with it. Yes, it's, it's hard to fight against yes. being obedient. Let me, okay. let me tell y'all that it's um a lot of people think it's easier to be disobedient mm-hmm. than to be obedient. Let me tell y'all something: disobedience costs you a lot. Yes, it does. A lot. Yes, it does. Okay. You think go, that you on. think you think that being obedient costs you something. Being disobedient costs you so much more. But I'd rather go through it with him. Then without, then without him, yes, part. your yes. I don't know what y'all talking about. It's easy to make a quick decision, get in your mess, and then wonder how it's gonna happen. Hmm. That's how we talked about at the beginning of our show. I'm a doggone child, and I'm a doggone hard-headed boy, and I doggone to know where I'm about to get in trouble and get spanked. Right. I'm hoping this is one of the ones he's gonna let me bow. But hmm. that little lottery, if mm-hmm. I roll that bad boy out. Snake eye comes that up. Part, that and part. I lost everything. Now, a lot of us are like, year, but two year before my finances get in order. But a lot of us take our lives and gamble it. Yes, that's the point. We're like, yeah. we're like. Um, my daughter says this a lot. My, I don't like adulting. I want to be a child again, baby. You twenty three. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're gonna adult. You you don't have a choice but to adult. Yeah, there's no card. It, yeah, right. No, sorry, right. You you're you're off the milk, <laughs> and now you're on the meat. You're no longer crawling. You're going to walk. Yes, and then that, that is walk. right, Malagos. Disobedience robs you, and it will cost you your peace and victory. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. yes. Um, that you don't even understand what it will cost you. Being disobedient can cost you your whole life while you play it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have seen I have seen it. I have seen people who blatantly just decided I'm gonna do it all my way, mm-hmm. and then doing it all their way, they ain't here right now. Right. Yeah. If I give a confession on that one, um, it just the item of children of mm-hmm. all mine I love, yep. but my first was not planned. You know, it uh, it was out. He was out of wedlock, um, and and conceived. Mm-hmm. And the the fact is, is that there are so many other areas that God may have wanted me to go or may not because we don't know what the ultimate item is. Mm-hmm. But I do know that it wasn't in his word that that happened. Mm-hmm. And I do know that it could have been another two, three years, and I could have still had all three of my boys. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is I will not know that now, but I will know the struggles we went through trying to have a family at that particular age without the structure being formed already. Mm-hmm. And that's where... You know, our hard-headedness, our 
um, oh, disobedience is the only thing I can come up with. Mm. And because it's not like, I don't ever think that I've, I've been one of those weird people that while everybody's doing stuff, I'm thinking, yeah, nobody's going to know, but God knows. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've said that since I was young. That's why everybody, oh, you got an old soul. Well, no, I think I just read the doggone word. And it says he knows what I'm doing. <laughs> and so there's a healthy fear that I have of God. Mm-hmm. And I'm not terrified of him. I don't I don't lay down and, and shriek and cut, pull the covers closer. I just know just like, you know, a parent it does that if I do something wrong, I can be chastised before that. And that's uh, that's out of love because those children that you see who aren't chastised Mm -hmm. or aren't, and I don't even want to use chastised, I want to say managed, helped, worked, spent time with, trained, and and loved. Those situations bring about a different personality. Mm -hmm. They just do. Because you manage who they talk to. You manage the situations they're in. You manage the moments of, of learning. You bring them to church because they could have sat home and watched a scary movie in the mm-hmm. movie. Or I, I don't, I've had this one item on the show, Lucifer. I hope I don't, you know what? Forget that. I can offend every, anybody I want to on this one. God wants me just to say it. The show Lucifer is literally calling the guy the devil, literally says he's the evil one, and now has made him a nice guy in Los Angeles. Yeah. If you haven't got confirmation on no mess, he's literally saying, hey, being bad ain't bad. Sometimes we just got to do it. Right. But But it's a popular show. But look, if you watch the show, because I watched it. I ain't going to lie to nobody. I watch it. I watch everything that talks about stuff like that. Because look, let me tell y'all something. No, these, pe- no, these people, these people ain't just pulling this stuff out the air. Mm-mm. Okay, first Devil. of all, in the new season of Lucifer, Lucifer has now taken over the role of being God, mm. or getting ready to take over the role of being God, because God has decided that he is tired. He he didn't did what he's supposed to do. He gonna retire, and because he's the son of, he's one of the sons of God. Even though he got cast down, um, somebody still got to take the role back up. So in this season, he has been redeemed. Okay, mm. the, the the devil has been redeemed, mm. and has I now the lab, course, right, right the devil has been redeemed because he made the ultimate sacrifice mm. in the last season. When he made the ultimate sacrifice, they no longer saw him as the devil. Oh wow! And he is now redeemed. So mm. at the end of, at the end of the day, yes, it it real deep. Okay. It, it, it when you sit back and you look at it, if a person knows it anything biblically speaking, it say that that he went to hell with the keys, mm-hmm. right? And he took back the keys. At the end of the day, you could be in 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 hell and he know that you're there, right? But that didn't mean that he left you because right. that's where you made you chose right. to make your bed. That's right. And that's the whole point. Like it is the whole every people think that okay, well, because I'm out here doing what I'm doing, that he has no, he's still right there. He walked right beside you. He watching. Mm-hmm. He's watching. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he allowed he gave you free will to make your own decisions. He gave you the instructions, he gave you every warning possible, and you decided not to heed any of them. So the road that you're going down 
is of your choosing. <laughs> No, hold on, let me see. Yes. Hold on, wait. She yes. said, I heard the word hard-headed several times. A coconut is very hard to break, but when you want the water, you will continue, you will make it crack. That is true. Uh -huh. And then she said, God wants his plan. That was depositing in us before our existence to come to fruition. At some point, we will crack. I choose to surrender. Let him let him make me a mango and just like look. That's right. First of all, it says that his word is like a double-edged sword. Yes, it, it says it. it cut going in and it cut going out. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you got to stop and think about when it cut going in, what's happening when he make the first cut. Right. When he cut you coming out, what is he taking out that you didn't need? Mm. And that's that's the stuff that you got to sit back and think about. That's how my mind works when it comes down to God. Okay, so when you pricked me here, what did you what did you put in me? And when you remove something, what did you take out that should have never been there in the first place? And and you got to stop and you have to, you got to think about where you are, period. It's all about you thinking about where you are. I sit back and I say, okay, God, I'm not happy with where I am. And I just be honest with him. That's, that's our talk. I'm not happy with where I am, but I know where you want me to be. So because I'm not happy with where I am. You got to show me what I got to do to get where you want me to go. That's it. You know, and that's, that's the, that what I just said to y'all that you see how simple that was. Like some people make this stuff so over exaggerated and it don't have to be. It's no formalities to your conversation with the that's Lord. It. It's just a conversation, period. You know, but you have to know, again, this is where we are and this is where we're starting. You have to know where you are. If you do not know where you are, I suggest you ask the Lord. Right, right. And okay. this is the okay. thing, too. A lot of people say, well, I don't really know how to talk to the Lord. This is what I've told people in the past. Put a chair in front of you like you are talking to a friend and just talk. Just Tell him you. whatever you want him to know and yeah. just have that conversation. Don't hide anything. Talk to him like you're talking to your best friend. Don't hide anything from him because he already know, but he's waiting to hear from you. Yep. Be as transparent as possible. Amen. And tell him your likes, your dislikes. Ask your questions if you have them. And, and you go from there. That part. Because this is your friend. And he will give you a plan. And guess what? Whatever strategy he gives you and you set your goal, if you don't make the goal the first day, because he gave me a strategy for certain things. And I was like, the first day I made it and I exceeded it. And I was like, yes, the next day I didn't make it. So then I, I added what I needed. And I was like, okay, this is what I need to make the next day to implement my goal and to meet my goal. And he will give you a plan. Sometimes you got to be a little bit flexible mm -hmm. and you can't get disappointed if it, you don't carry it out that time, but yeah. go back to it. Does the it goal is? don't change. This the is the thing. We, com we compromise with man, but we won't compromise exactly. with Exactly. Exactly. Just think about it. How many compromises have you made with man? But when God say, look, this is all I need you to do so I can do this for you. Mm -hmm. You won't give him an inch. That's it. I like how you stated that. Amen. You know, Amen. so it's it's that's is that's pretty much what it is. At the end of the day, it's a look, I got something I want to give you. I ain't taking nothing away. 
can can you let me can you let me do this for you? That's like that's like a person who telling you, look, it ain't no agendas behind it, but I got a million dollar check. Mm-hmm. What I need you to do is simply be you. That's it. I need you to be you. Show me that you can be you, and I'll hand you this million dollar check. But the question is, do you know who you are? So you can be you. Mm. Right there. Stay right there. <laughs> I mean, right I'm, just, I'm just saying, do you know who you are? So you can be you. Because a lot of us, when you ask that question, who you are, who am I? We go to, I'm a mother. I am uh I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> but when all of that falls off, mm-hmm. who are you? That part. Because before you had the job and the children, before I had my job, I, I became an entrepreneur. Before I had my children, I'm a Quintus. I am sometimes evil. <laughs> I, I can be the sweetest person in the world. I endure a lot. Who are, who are you? Yeah. Really sit down and find out exactly your likes your dislikes what is defining you in this moment all right who are you i just want to throw out real quick something um that just kind of hit my heart real quick this knowing who you are isn't part of the world plan of um you've got to invest in yourself you've got to you know tell yourself you're okay okay all the time you have to inspire yourself those things are always true they they are not they have nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about today is, you know, you don't need to say, oh, I'm a mess up. Oh, I procrastinate. We're not talking about that. Mm-hmm. We're saying, you know that that's what you do. That's all it is. It's a tick point. Mm-hmm. Then you have to also know that I'm a man of God. I need to put that as a tick point on the mm-hmm. other side. I have to also say, you know what? I try to consult God on everything before answering. You put that as a tick point. And then you have to say, you know what? I messed up on consulting God on absolutely everything. I need to tighten that up. You put Mm -hmm. that on the other side. We are not talking about who you are as your self-worth. Do not go in demeaning yourself. You are a child of God. You're amazing. You're a king or a queen. That has nothing, but you need to know what type of king or queen you are. That's what we're talking about, is to Mm -hmm. know what type. There have been many evil kings and queens throughout history. We just need to know what type you are. And mm-hmm. more than that, we don't even need to know. You need to know. And God will answer. He'll mm-hmm. answer in a heartbeat. That's yeah. why I love the, the items that both of you said. Um, how do you have the conversation? Cross the table and you know, sit sit openly, a chair sitting there, talking to a friend, you know, not not one of those fake friends mm-hmm. where you go, girl. Or you go, bro, you know, da-da-da. No, you ain't trying to look good in front of nobody. They already know. Mm-hmm. God knows. He just want to hear from you. You want yeah, you to right. openly say it. And there's nobody else there to hear but you and him. That's it. So, so go with it. This is the thing, Love what you said. He mm-hmm. knows the stuff that I do wrong. Look, he does. It, it's, so know, in, it's so oh, intimate. It's so it really intimate is. with being with having a conversation with God. It's a mm-hmm. very intimate situation. 
But this is the thing. Like I tell people all the time, you think about it. When you hear the word intimate, how are you, if you put, if you was to put God in place of a man that you wanted to be intimate with or a person that you wanted to be intimate with, how would you talk to him? That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. If, if 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 you want to be intimate, skin to skin, face to face with God, you gonna say some stuff that you would not normally say. You Anyone would tell else? you you would tell him some stuff and be like, you know what? I'm just laying it all out on the table. That's it. Because because here I am. You know, uh, it, it used to be a, a song that my mama used to sing a lot of times, and I'd be coming in the kitchen while she cooking, and I would hear her in there singing, "Here I am, Lord, send me." You know, and and sometimes when you sit back and you listen or you go back and you rethink of these old back in the day church songs and you just listen to the words of the song, you'd be like, Lord, you know, now now I get it. And you know what I mean? And that's where you find yourself. It's a very intimate moment. So when I talk to God, I come to him as real as it's going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, like like they people like people say, you know, I come to him unashamed and unafraid at the end of the day. I mean, you you didn't make me that way. So for me, you know, I, I just come to him and be like, look, I I don't know, you know, exactly what you got planned for me, like, you know, within the next 30 days or so. But this is where I am. I'm confused, you know. I'm confused about this. I see this, I'm feeling this, and Something just ain't right. Something is off. I need to know what's off. If it's me, fix it. You know, and that's what I do. I throw my hands up in the middle of it, fix it. You know, I'm I'm surrendering it. I ain't fighting. I got tired of fighting. You know, and that's the thing. You have to get tired of fighting against what you know is right. Um, and I I really got tired of fighting. Yeah. And this another thing is I I actually hear him saying now go back to the basics. Yeah, yeah. Go back yeah, to the for a while. of where you first fell in love with God. Mm-hmm. Go back to the basics of where you made sure you was in your word every day. I was watching a movie the other day called Overcomers. Mm-hmm. And um, the young lady was led to the Lord by her school principal. And she said, what I want you to do is go in Ephesians 1 and 2. And write down everything the Lord says about you, about who you are. And she began to write. And she went back to her coach. And she said, ask me who I am. Mm. And he looked at her. She said, ask me who I am. And when I say this girl was so passionate, I had tears in my eyes. And she was like, I am a child of God. I am blessed. I am um, bound by his grace and his mercy. And she just began to share who she is and what she learned. And she was like, and I want to learn so much more. She got excited about that thing. And that's where we need to get. We need to get back to the basis. What does God say about you? What, how do you, how does God see you before everything else took place? Yep. Before all the circumstances, before all the drama, how does God see you? Before you was in your mother's womb, he ordained you a prophet under the unto the nations. He said you're fearfully and wonderfully made. 
He said your ladder is going to be greater than your past. He mm -hmm. said you're the head and not the tail. You're the lender and not the borrower. You're yep. above and not beneath. You are his child. Yeah. So why don't you see you as this unique, perfect person the way God sees you? Love. That's who you are. Yeah. You don't have to be a people pleaser. That's that not does. what God wants from you. Men will fail you every time. The only one you need to please is God. And he already said, there's none perfect but the father. So he knows the mistakes that you're going to make. If you get into the place of repentance, when you do, holiness is simply recognizing mm -hmm. when you're doing wrong, repenting and moving forward. It's simple. The only way you're going to stay in it is if you like doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I know it because when I was out in the world, I liked it yep. a lot. Yeah. Okay. A lot. And that's why it took so long for me to get on the journey to obedience. But when I struggled in the world, I almost lost my, my mind. Now, when I struggle with him, I got peace in the midst of my storm. So it's so important. For us to know where we are, whose we are, the season that we in, and who we are. Yep. Now, th this is the one thing that I have always said to people. When people ask you who you are and they say certain things about you, even my doctors, we we joke about it all the time. My doctors say, you are not normal. And I be like, you right. I'm not. Amen. I'm not. Because anybody can be normal. But that's not what he created me to be. I'm not normal. I I, I have surpassed a lot of things that other people could not surpass. Mm -hmm. I have overcome a lot of things that other people have died in. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it still behooves me as as to uh okay, you 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 keep choosing me though. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Like you gotta sit back and look at the fact of he keep choosing you though. That's it. He ain't let go, and he not gonna let go. You know, it's it's about whether you gonna hold on mm -hmm. to him or not. You know, and that's that's the thing. Like you, you just be like, look, I'm gonna hold on to you till I can't hold on no more. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's the thing. Like you can be holding on with one finger curled up, but you still holding on. At the end of the day, you know. Um, I, 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 you don't lose your grip of who he is in your life because when you lose that grip and you and you choose to let go, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. I can remember yeah. when I when I first really started coming to him and there was a time where I just decided to say, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. If this is what living right gonna get me, and I got to deal with these foolish individuals, you can have it. Like for real, for real. I was like, you, you, you can have this. This, this ain't what I want. And then he had to literally sit me down and say, it's not about them. I put you around individuals who was going to do that, so you can learn what not to, to do. do. That's right. So that you would know what not to do because you saw it. You saw that it wasn't right. Now I need you to do the right thing and walk in it the right way. Now that you've seen what not to do, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. Sometimes we don't understand how he does a thing. Mm -hmm. And it's the way he puts you in a situation. 
I can't sit here and say that there's ever been anything that he did not bring me out of. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's right. He's I've never had an unanswered prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've said that multiple times to y'all. And I'm going to keep saying it because a lot of people, when you pray about something, you want it to go your way. It ain't about your way. It's about mm-hmm. what you need at that That's moment. It. That's he it. gave you exactly what you needed. He gave you what you asked for. And he gave it to you in the way that you needed it. Amen. Not in the way that you wanted it. Mm-hmm. But in the way that you needed it, I would rather have him handle all my needs than to handle my yeah. wants because some of my wants ain't right. That's it. So that's that's the whole point. Like, you know, when people, when you really sit back and examine yourself, mm-hmm. you know what's in you, you know what you're capable of, you know what you will and want to do. Don't nobody got to tell you about you because you know. And it, now you just have to get to this point where you say, okay, God, I know what I want, but what do you want of me? Mm-hmm. You keep calling me because I hear you keep calling my name. You ain't going to keep calling my name for nothing. That's right. You that know, doesn't work like that. And, and, and for me, he, he has, it's, it's a privilege just to hear him call my name. He called your name every day that you get up and you still got air to breathe and you talking. That's that's the whole point. When I when I hear him call my name to get up in the morning, sometimes I be thinking like, okay, Jesus, is that what it was like when you called Lazarus? Mm. Is that what you did? You just you just said his name real quaint like, and you just said, look, I just need you to come on out. Thank you so much. And that's that's all I need you to do right now. Jesus is calling a whole lot of y'all out, and when he continues to call you out, are you accepting the call? Who who gonna say no to the call? And then I'm not saying that he's calling you out to ministry. He's calling you out to you. Will you accept the call? I remember you, go ahead. Yeah, I remember a prior show where you talked about us knowing ourselves yeah. and knowing those who attack or are the Judases in our life and not to cast out your Judas. That's right. And the interesting part is um, what you were talking about tonight of that we have free will. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fact that God knows what that's going to be does not make it any less free. Mm-hmm. And we could be those Judases in someone else's life. Yes. Or we could cast out the Judas who's in our life thinking we're doing the right thing. Yes. But Jesus sat with Judas mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. time he was with them, mm-hmm. knowing yep. what the man was going to yep. do. Look at you bringing no confirmation because the yeah, man that's, God that's what my spiritual father talked about Sunday. Sunday. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh go God. ahead. But yeah, continue. But, go ahead. But that's the tripped out part about it is that in, in so many times we keep asking God, you know, Lord, I prayed about this. I prayed about that. But Jesus walked with that man how long? Three, Three years. years. And we want things to be solved how quick? Now, microwave. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I mean, Judas hadn't done any of the things he was supposed to do in the first mm-hmm. few months he met him. Yeah, those things happen along the way. You know, this. You know, it's just amazing that we don't literally watch what Jesus went through. Nope. Jesus was on the cross and asked mm-hmm. his dad, "Can you take this cup away from me?" Yeah, right? you know what I mean. As he asked, now all of us be, oh, oh no, that's. That's not that's not having faith. Yeah. It's like he loves his father. He knows who his father is. 
He can ask his father. He said, but if that is not, thy will be done. Look, look, you know, and so. not even that. My spiritual father broke it all the way down Sunday. He broke the effect of how long Judas was around God. And then he even he even addressed the, the situation with Peter. And he was like, okay, he said, but you act like I'm going to be around all the time. He said, I'm only here for a time. He said, I will not be with you always. So at the end of the day, that's the thing that you got to think about. At that particular time, he was telling, he was trying to explain to them, mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to go somewhere that you can't go. Right now, um, because you can't follow me there because you ain't ready for that. And 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 again, like I said on that prior episode that you talked about, I said, Don't be so quick mm -hmm. to want to throw your Judas away. And because and God never tried to ex Judas out, not one time, no, not, not one know, time. He never, words, he never tried before that moment that said Judas was going to do anything else, nope. He you never know, tried to ex him out. He was always about the money. Yeah, we knew that. Yep. He was always doing his thing about, you know, hey, let's give to the poor. He's like, whoa, the purses ain't that big. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. But no point in the Bible did it say this disciple was get destined to, to, to nope. turn in Jesus, to turn on him, to cast him down, to give him over to those seeking him. Nope. Not and one point. Not one time. And the said, thing of it is, the thing of it is, my, my spiritual dad told everybody Sunday, said some of y'all don't even know what Judas's role was. Judas, Judas actually was the treasurer. Exactly. Okay. He's so with, with, with him being the treasurer, he handled the funds, right? So with him handling the funds and him doing everything that he was doing, everything he did, he was always analyzing. When Mary Magdalene came and, oh, and, and broke the alabaster box, at his feet he was like do you know what the, my spiritual father said he the first thing judah said do you know what we could have done with the oil we could have gave the oil to the poor but instead she broke it at your feet right and he 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 had something to say about that so at the end of the day judas had something to say about everything that was going on but judas never mm. talked but judas never addressed judas amen so amen. again again it goes back to talk about do you know who you are and, and that whole three years, Judas never realized who he was until after he betrayed him. He was that a disciple. Was when, yeah, that, that's, he was that's, he was, yeah, he never realized who he was until or, after he betrayed him. Once he betrayed him, say, that was it. He was a deacon. He was an assistant minister. He was, he was in the choir. He was on the usher board. Look he was there. Look at him, Miss Milagros. Now, okay, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Yes, y'all. You don't understand. Like I said, you you can't be so quick to throw your Judas away because your Judas has a purpose. Mm -hmm. Your Judas has a purpose, and your question is, who? First of all, do you know who your Judas is? Let's go there. Right. Do you that know who your Judas is? And with you knowing who your Judas is, are you going to allow them to fulfill their purpose? Hmm. That's the thing. And see, the thing, the way my spiritual father broke it down was he was like, you take, you taking people and you making them lifelong. Mm -hmm. Everybody is in your life for a season. That's not right. everybody is lifelong. That's okay? right. Everybody is not a And we have, right, not a hand. we have spoke about this multiple times, that everybody is not lifelong. Mm -hmm. 
right. And and when they come to serve their purpose, you can't be mad because they're not around anymore. Not they won't meant to stay around. They serve their purpose. That's the point. That is the point. At the end of the day, if my purpose is to encourage, uplift, let you know who God is, to tell you about what he's done for me so he could do the same thing for you, for you to realize that, look, I need you to see yourself the way God see you. If that is my purpose, that's going to be my purpose. Now, will I be around until the end of the day to tell you that? No. Yeah, because that might have been the only purpose you had. That's it. You You may have been able to say that. And God had another person in the wing That's to bring it. that maturity of that situation on. That's you it. Know? So we need to know our purpose. Absolutely. That's right. That's the reason why your purpose really means something. Because you got to understand who are you to this next individual. Right. That's what or, you got to That's what you gotta think about. Just like if I say, if I was to ask Quint right now, Quint, who am I to you? If she was to ask me the same thing, I could tell her who she is. You know what I'm saying? In this season in my life, I could do that. I could tell you who you are, T. You know, that that I could do that. But the whole question is you have to know who individuals are to you. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes an individual that you're dealing with don't know who they are to you until you tell them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's the whole point. Like, look, I look, I know what you're around for. So at the end of the day, do I say that I expect you to be here like for the rest of my days? It will be nice if you could be, but if you can't be, God bless you. Amen. You know, and that's that's how I have chosen mm-hmm. to take people. I don't that's put it. you in, I don't put you in places that you ain't trying to put yourself. That's it. You can't. You know, I learned I've learned a long time ago. We, you got to stop doing it. You can't make somebody fit. It's just like if you was trying to fit a square thing into a round hole and you know it ain't going to work. You can't push somebody into a position that ain't theirs. That's right. It don't work. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not done quite often. Right. But it's not supposed to be done that way. Right. You and know? then it gets stuck. Yeah, that part. <laughs> it, it's stuck and, and it ain't going nowhere. That part. What it, you gonna it, do with it? That that part. Now, see, because I'm not part of any. There's nobody on here who can testify. I know anybody or anything like that. That means that maybe you weren't supposed to be leading tonight's sermon. Maybe that sermon wasn't supposed to be yours. But somebody said, "I need you to." Well, you should have prayed, and that because God has already, when the person opened their mouth, you know. They said it, and God told your soul right then, your heart right then, that's not your time. Yes. And yet, you just let them pound that doggone square peg into that round hole, and now you're stuck. Now you're doing sermons Mm -hmm. on days you weren't supposed to be there. You're doing sermons, and now you got to justify yourself. Now we're back to the omission. Now we're back to moving into the area of not listening when you're supposed to, and you got a, a item of frustration coming on, you've got all these other sins until you finally get to an area where you're doing it over and over uh, against yeah. God and don't even realize you are. And then you're then you're trying to speak to people or doing those. Let's let's go back to them sermons that you're not supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. You're not supposed to be doing them because they meant for you. Uh huh. That part. You trying to give them away to other people. 
or you trying to minister to somebody what's meant for you. That part. Um, and it doesn't work. So that's why you're not growing because you're not seeing yourself. That part. Amen. That part. Amen. It's all it's all about knowing who you are in this Amen. season. It's knowing about who you are, and it's really about knowing where you hit. Right. Again, yeah. again, this is the question of the hour, the question of the night. How can you be ready for your next level when you ain't even ready for you? Mm. A big thing that I, I want to keep stressing, um, part of the maturity of knowing who you are is knowing we're not trying to derail you mm-hmm. because maybe the pastor came up there and, um, but you got to know he's a man of God. And yeah. I'm not saying because, you know, you got to distrust every minister. We're talking about your relationship with God. You, they're, they're, you're going to get ministered to by some great people of God. We're going to come to you in the season that Coco was talking about. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to grow from that. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be some who come to you and say, the spirit you're feeling right now is one of fear to do mm-hmm. tonight's sermon. But they're only going to know that because you've been with them long enough for them to know that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, hey, I got to be out of town. God has asked you to step up. That generally is not how God works. He doesn't need last minute. But if he does, he's already let you know your heart isn't going to be crying out, oh, no, Lord, this isn't me, you know, or you're going to be Jonah. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, God's told you, and you you decide something else. Now you're Jonah because you don't want to accept what God is telling you to do. But yep. that's a heart that you have to deal with. Remember, Jonah had to live in a whale for a while. So none of us want to do that. So but that, that's that's the whole point. But that, like I said, you got everybody talking about. Oh, I'm next. My my next level is here. So first of all, how can you go to your next level when you still don't know who you are? And stop, like, stop listening to people telling you that you're ready for your next level when you ain't even ready for the things of you yet. Right. Because some of us is still in that well. God said one day is like a thousand years. Okay. So Jonah was in there for three days, three thousand years. You struggling big time. Like you are walking in darkness and you're not even trying to come to the light. And the Lord says, weep and endures for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So my question is, like I asked in the past, how long is your night going to be? That part. It's up to you to make the decision to stop wallowing in your mess. It's up to you to make the decision to change your circumstances and stop allowing people to determine your day. Matter of fact, stop allowing you to determine your day because you are your worst enemy. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you to change your mindset. That's what it boils down to your mindset and truly trusting God with everything that you're dealing with, not just partial stuff. You got to trust God with your children. Listen, I was in a pulpit one day and got a call that my daughter had tried to commit suicide. You know what I did? Preach my sermon. Because what am I going to do at that point? I preached the sermon that God gave me and I trusted God and my baby is still here. I have to walk by faith. You Mm -hmm. have to know who God is in your life. You Mm -hmm. have to. I recently the song I've been walking around and singing is I surrender all. Mm. Yes. 
Because at the end of the day, that's it. That's it. You have to. I, I first of all, I, I don't feel like I got nothing that I can't give him. That's that's the thing. That's it. I don't feel like I got nothing that I can't give him. All we're doing is giving it back. You gave that, it to us that's, first. That's it. You know, don't and, hold on to. and but you got so many people that you so tight fist with, with what he has given. Mm-hmm. What I why, you why so, they still where they at? That part. Why are you so tight fist with people, first of all? Honey, I, when I got re when I got remarried, I gave him a husband. When I when I when I when I came home from from being in the hospital so long, I regave him me. I didn't have to, but I did. Look, if they they something else that I got going on that I'm not aware of, take it. That's it. That's what I need you to do because as of right now, because of what what I have been through, and you allowed me to come out of it, and while I was into what I was dealing with, you allowed me to see so much. You gave me so much revelation. If there's anything else that's locked up in there that I'm not aware of, I need you to take it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You no, know, that and that's what you got to do. When you first of all, people gonna think that a lot of things about you are strange, baby. If you want to call me strange, whatever you want to call me, I I'll accept it. Because at the end of the day, you're right. I do stick out like a sore thumb, and I'm gonna keep sticking out like a sore thumb. I don't I don't run with the Joneses. I don't want to be like them. I don't run with crowds. I ain't never done that. So at the end of the day, that's that's yeah. my whole thing. People you know what I mean? running with a crowd can get you trampled. That part. I, I don't run with crowd. I've never been one of them that ran with a crowd. Yeah. I can see folks running, and I'm going to turn to head the other direction. That's it. Y'all can go that way. But you got to go your pruning stages. And pruning yeah. hurts. But at the end, when you finish cutting off all them, them dead leaves and everything that's not supposed to be attached to you, Auntie. you can now develop. Mm, you can now God. grow. You can now mature. And God can take you to that next level knowing that he can trust you with it. Knowing that uh, it's not, you You got a good relationship. For example, that more, you, may him, you may ask him, um, for a certain amount of money, but yeah. if you don't have a good relationship with, with money, money you're gonna lose it. it. It's mm. gonna burn a hole in your pocket. Or you may ask him for a new car. If you don't have a good relationship with that thing, you're gonna run that car down to the point that it's a waste of money. Yeah. So now you put in more money in it. So you have to be ready for what God has for you. If yeah. you're not ready for it, it's no need for you to ask for it because you're not going to take care of it. Yes. Yes. He has yeah. to be able to trust you. Your faith has to be tried every day. My daughter <laughs> asked for patience the other day. I said, baby. Yeah, we both stopped. Baby, <laughs> don't you do that. Baby. <laughs> like I was begging, please don't say that word. And yeah, she, I already got it out. Oh my gosh, she kept repeating it. I said, "Don't say that." I said, "I said, rebuke it, rebuke it." Like <laughs> I was like, "Please don't." You have to ask for endurance. Yeah. Don't ever ask for patience because everything is going to come to test your patience. Now, look, and no I never, and look, I never even asked for endurance, but he has given it to me. Okay. Right. So that that's that's the thing. I never asked him for endurance. I never asked him for the, the P word, none of that. Right. Okay. 
and but he has given me all of that. But and I've that, done that in the past, so I was able. Yeah. I, I can tell you no. that you don't want to ask for. Everything's gonna try to test it. So you have to <laughs> I have a lot I tell God to cancel that order. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. That that part. What's that, that other part. one? What's that other one where we ask for strength? Ooh. Lord, give me strength. What you Lord, think? First of all, yeah. What yeah. what what areas do you think he's gonna test to make you strong? Right. Have you ever shut, looked at uh, one photo from people in the gym? One photo from people in the gym who go every day, every week, you know, month after month, and you know we ain't did, even if we bought a gym membership, we went for a couple of days out of a couple of months, and then we paid for that thing for the rest of the year. Look, you know, so be, yeah, we got to be careful. We ask for. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, those mm-hmm. those. those our words are loaded. We can move mountains. Locked and loaded. You, know? you understand? So we can trap ourselves up just as well. But you know, yeah. even in this season right now, I've noticed when I come to him, I'm coming with worship. I'm not even asking you for anything Amen. at this moment because when in my worship, he's going to give me what I need. He already knows what I need. Because most of the time when we come to him asking, we ask him for the same thing over and over. At this point, I want more of you. That bar. And you take care of all of all the rest of my needs. Because <laughs> look, me, look I'm a sister. mess. I'm a retro music ministry. No. All That's of you. <laughs> That's it. That just music take care ministry of going on. I, I just want to worship you. I want my yes to be a yes. Yep. And mm-hmm. and that's it. I, I just want to worship you. And I realize my yes, I say it all the time, it's going to cost me something. Mm-hmm. I know that. Because to every level uh, that you elevate to is going to be another level of suffering. And I know that I'm elevating, but at the same time, I'm willing. Right. It's just like, we be, it's just like me and my husband having a conversation. I think it was yesterday. I think that was our conversation on the ride home. He was like, okay, so, you know, you got people who who get a lot of money. um, And then you got the people that don't have a lot of money. It seems like the folks that um, don't have a lot of money really don't realize how rich they are. Mm-hmm. He said, and the rich don't even want to be rich. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was like, like I said, y'all, people that know him know that he don't talk like that. You know, no, so when he say talk. stuff... You know, you got to listen to what he say because it really do be profound. Like, and just that little statement alone, I was like, you know what? But there's a lot of people that don't realize that. Right. I said, they're still walking around with their hand out wishing that they had. And they don't realize that what they got is much more than what a rich person has. Most rich people are depressed. Yes, they are. And they still have a void of something. They don't have everything they want. All they got is money. That's right. They don't have no happiness. All I've been saying, if it's going to disrupt my peace, I can't deal with you. Yeah, I'm not allowing anything to disrupt my peace. I work too hard to get it. How are you going to be in the top 10% of the people who have the most money in the world and your only goal is to be the top 5%? That part. That part. (laughs) It's like, really? That's you. That's part. where you're at. You, you're in the top 10%. Your only goal is to get to the top five. You literally have lost sight of everything. Everything. Because all, all you see is what's directly in front of you. You don't see past that. 
And that's the reason why I tell people all the time, start looking at the bigger picture, not just at your right now. Your big, right. your bigger picture is who are you impacting? That's Amen. right. Your bigger Amen. picture is have you made an impact? When you close your eyes, what the folks gonna say about you? Mm-hmm. Or what, the what? larger picture, do you even know what the impact is? Right, that part. <laughs> that part. You got. Um, I think I saw somebody with a meme, and it may be true, it may be false, but it captures the meaning that if he just gave a hundred, what is he worth? A hundred. Uh, $800 billion or $700 mm-hmm. billion, Something like that. But if he just gave $1 billion to um, all the people of the world, he would still be a $7 billion billionaire. I mean, mm-hmm. a $7 billionaire. You know? Right. And, and, but you would have just helped so many families out. Now, can we say what would happen to the families? No. Will we say what the result of that would be? No. But we do know you're not gonna miss it. But you gotta sit back and you gotta think. Think, think about just, okay. Let since we on this topic, think about if if all three of us up here was big, right? All that we three billionaires sitting right here on this on this screen. In in that, if we took took the time to to look at the three of us, who could we say that we have helped? Amen. Who who can we say? That we have, okay, well, you you got a need, I'm gonna meet it. You don't have to ask no questions. Because I'm if 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 I'm a billionaire, as I say, mm-hmm. even you, whatever you need for your little bit of need ain't gonna hurt my pocket. That's it. Think okay? of if, if each That's, of us as a billionaire did the one item of starting a community program in one step. That part. Do you know what I mean? That what, part. What could you do it on a couple of city blocks? Just to show what that part has been given unto you and what you can do with what God has given. But, uh, you, you know, know, when I when I think about stuff like that, I think about some of these big churches. Right. Yeah. And if they truly had a vision. um, I say. If you take one family a week and everybody in the church give a dollar to them, you got five thousand members. Or 10,000 members. Wouldn't nobody go without. Wouldn't nobody go without. And nobody would feel the pressure of losing money. So now you are establishing some stability in these churches. Mm -hmm. And they're not talking about the leadership. Well, the leadership got this and the leadership got that and the leadership... No, the leadership take care of their sheep. Mm-hmm. We don't have a struggling family. Why? Because every week we give. Yep. Even if you give two families, two dollars out your pocket is nothing. It's nothing. Think you of spend, what you, you spend what you there at Ministry that supported that particular item. Right. You they, know, but they do that at McDonald's. Family. We teach you how to manage your money these months before as the as the, the faith exactly. shows when you should get it. But you're mm-hmm. doing this on a weekly basis with the minimal amount you have. Mm-hmm. But we're teaching you how to live within your means. When they receive it, they're able to move forward. They're able to do things with it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and there's so many, we don't even learn about taxes, finances, things like that, you know. We go to school. How many? How long do our kids and us and we go to school? 
and then come out not able to do a thing for ourselves because we haven't been taught the skills. You know, there's so many things that God has put in place for those whom can. He's not even asking from people who can't. Mm-hmm. But just from those who can, mm-hmm. it's more than enough. That's right. So I love the fact that you use three of us, even without a billion dollars, you know, mm-hmm. you guys have been investing in people's lives, you know, the, the part that they really need. And just think if more of us did that part mm-hmm. by itself. Mm-hmm. The joy mm-hmm. that I have, the world didn't give it to me. Yes. And the world can't, can't take, take it away. away. No, we can't. Now yep. you can give it away. Go back to what we were doing. Yeah. But yeah, they can't I mean, take it. Look, I tell people all the time, honey, I got a joy that I can't even explain. That's it. When I when you see me smiling, even if you know my situation and circumstances, but I still got a smile on my face. Amen. Honey, I'm smiling for a reason. I'm smiling with a whole purpose. You that's don't it. understand. Like that, that's, that's the thing for me, you know, like, like my, like I, I tell y'all, I, I absolutely adore my spiritual parents first and foremost, but my, my spiritual mom that when she knew I was coming down for the weekend, she had already told me, I had already told her, I said, you know, I'm gonna cut the whole food Sunday, right? You know, I'm, you, you, you know, that's my plan. And she said, well, you ain't got to worry about it. Cause I'm a dance with you. Don't nobody could understand Quint knew, you know what I mean? But everybody else, nobody understood why mm-hmm. I said what I said and why she said we're going to dance this thing together. Mm-hmm. First of all, nobody, including myself, as of last year, thought that I was going to see 40 years old mm-hmm. this year. And cutting because I hit it. You can trust and believe I cut a whole two-step. Mm-hmm. If I was going to cut it by myself, didn't nobody else have to understand? <laughs> but you, somebody, he was going to know. You know, and that, that was the whole thing. Like, people didn't even understand. You, you, for everything that you did, the order got canceled. You yeah. understand what I'm saying to you? For me to see the big four O, yeah, don't nobody don't people don't understand that. You you praising him for this materialistic stuff. Mm-hmm. I thank him for my life. Yes, like that's you, that's you right. don't even understand. Like people, everybody else, you talking about what you got and what you ain't got. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's my new. That's right. That is my new. I thank him for my life because I'm still here to talk about how good he is. I'm still here to tell you what I know he's capable of and what he ain't capable of. But there ain't been nothing that he hasn't done. That's That's the point. And and people got to understand that thing. Stop looking at what you got and what you taking your money by. Because Mm. that's going to dry up eventually. But let me tell you something. When it comes down to the things of your life, everything that he has kept you from, can you go back and rename it all? Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. That part. Can not you go back and rename bit. it all? They stuff that he kept you from that you're not even aware of. That's right. And then it's the whole point about your life. Mm-hmm. Your life is what your matters life. right now. Mm-hmm. Man, and look, if I already, like I keep saying, I already know my life ain't for me. Because mm-hmm. if my life was just for me, I don't think he would allow me to go through some of the things that I've been with, been through. And at the end of the day, for me to come out and I could tell you about it, he did that with a purpose. Because there's somebody else going through the same thing, but honey, they got they don't have a mindset I had. That's right. My mindset is regardless of what you're doing, I got to stay positive because if I see the negative in it, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. That's it. I got to see you in it. I got to see you in everything that I do because if you ain't a part of it, I don't want it. Yeah, and that, that's the whole that's the whole thing like and that's that's where you gotta be my my life for me 
man, I can't even begin to tell y'all. Like for real, for real. The little bit that you know that I have shared is nothing compared to everything that he's done. Right. And that's that's the whole point. When you think about where you have been, what he has brought you out of, and where you are now. You know, I joked about um Quinn ha- having a music ministry earlier, but um God ministered to me so many times. Uh the, the song Jehovah Jireh come on talks to, talks about you know it's the same God. I mean, we don't realize um, you know, and the, the, the God the God they speak of who you know helped the three Hebrew boys who helped Jehoshaphat, um, the God who has brought me through so many things, Coco, you know, Quint. And the the reason that it, it blows me away because if we think about it for ourselves, for what he's done, we, we already know what he's done. We believe what he's done. I had um one of my grandkids ask, am I scared of demons? Because they were talking about a scary show. And I said, I don't watch scary shows. And they were like, why? You can't take it? I said, I don't need to take it. I said, the Bible says, they said, do you believe demons exist? I said, I know demons exist. I believe in the Bible. It tells me that he cast them down into pigs. You know, now there's a certain point because of their age group that I can't go in. They, they're just not there that, you know, they won't understand. You'll just be spewing words. But there are points that they have to know my faith is, is that I don't watch scary things because I don't need to be scared. I already know God's got me. That's not an issue. Mm-hmm. And that the fact is, is that I have the faith that what the Bible told me is true. And we have to believe that what God has told us is true. true. Coco, yes. you, you're not speaking. What what um, my sister's uh, Takira t- tells me, uh, I'm not that what her grandmother is saying. I'm not telling you what I what I heard. I'm, I'm telling you what, you what I, I see, mm-hmm. what I know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the difference. You have a testimony, not because you just woke up and said, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have a testimony today. You have a testimony because you watched your life be saved by God. You mm-hmm. watched him make moves, you watched him take care of things, and you watched him def- by people who did not know him. Yep. Okay, so you're not bringing this out of the woodwork. You're not preaching something that didn't exist. You're talking about what you know. Yep. And I'm going to exhale here because I don't want to go too high on it. Go ahead. Do what you got to do, man. But the fact is that I pray. I pray people don't hear us get get excited, get um, praiseful, and think, oh, it's just one of them hoop moments. You know, it's just one of those, oh, we just, we're going to pump this up. We're telling you what we know. We're telling you our lives. These women have been so transparent. We try to be transparent on this show anytime somebody asks us something. You know, we're human. We may miss something. But I believe if we miss it, it was because God didn't want it to be out there right now. That's just my belief. I I believe I, I walk close enough with them. You know, um, I, I've quoted this before. Uh, uh, Matthew Broderick said in a movie to somebody who's supposed to be a priest or minister and in, in some uh, popish type of item in old England. And he said, I am the I am the servant of God. And he said, I talk to God all the time. And he's never mentioned you know, that part. <laughs> yeah, that, that's and it blows me away because 
sometimes I hear those who've been in the church and I'm not trying to take anything away. I'm glad they're still there. I'm glad they're still in the church. But when you're spewing out milk, and I know there's a side of beef right there that needs Come to be sliced on. up and cut. Mm -hmm. so another confirmation me. right now. Yeah. Like this spirit today I went there Sunday too. Go ahead. Yeah. Don't be telling me you on the mother's board, but you're telling me what always happens. Well, that's the way we always did it. Really? What scripture is that again? What scripture is well, that's the way we always did it come from? You tell me. Tell me why they did it. Why is there, you know, you know, so the person told me, hey, this is this is where we this is where we sit. I was like, really? So that's your struggle. Uh, you good with going to heaven. Everything is great. You know, but that way you sit is going to mess you up. Is uh, that what you're saying? Come on, sir. It's like yeah. the sermon last Sunday. Yeah. Uh, come on, life. sir. You know, it's like, so, you know, and yet. The, 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 the sermon was sitting on my seat to do nothing. <laughs> and now here's the thing. While we say things like that, we have to respect the age of the parties who are doing it. God yeah. always gives it to a matter of respect. Because the other part is, God's not going to have you uh, go up and dis, and I use the word dis, uh, tear down or publicly shame someone who's no. in that position. No. He's already working with them in his manner. In his time frame, but it is for you to know where you take your advice That's from. You it. have to know where God is delivering information from, mm -hmm. and those are the discernment parts that God gives to you individually when you have a relationship. Mm -hmm. when oh, again, y'all, we I, I can say it a thousand times over. Quint can say it, and he can say it. But all I'm gonna say is this: first of all, if you're gonna re-examine yourself, I want you, I want you to examine everything about you. You gotta look at what he has kept you from, what he is currently keeping you from that you are not aware of, and you gotta look at where he said you headed, not where you're trying to place yourself. Because where you're trying to place yourself may not be where he wants you to be. And when you try to go over or override the things of God, Amen. you will mess Beautiful yourself word, up. Church. Beautiful word. You will mess yourself up. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you that every time, every time. If, if anybody asks me where I feel like I am in my status, I'm rich in my life. I That's may it. not be rich in the financial part, but I'm rich in my life, honey. You can trust and believe that. The stuff in my life is far greater than anything else that I could have ask for just the fact that he continues to give me life when he could have said okay it's your time and he still said no not yet that's the part for me that just gets the whole kicker i don't know about nobody else because i can expound on life but everybody else want to expound on materialistic that's not me i'm going to give you life that's the reason why when we talk to you guys i tell you that my choice is to speak life that's it. Into you, because that's what he—that's what he is. He's a life giver. He's a life bringer, and he brings things to life. And so that's—that's that's all I know. That's all I know, because for the last few years of my life, that's what he's done. He continued to breathe life into me, continued to speak life into me through his word and through the people that he sent, mm. so that I would not give up. So that's all I could do to somebody else. I got to pay it for it. I'm going to speak life into people every chance I get because that's all I know. 
I'm not going to tell you, oh, this is going to be. No, your life is what you want it to be. So now make it count. That's it. Make it count. That's, it. That's all I can tell you is you get up every day, you make it count, and you live life on purpose because you got a purpose. That's it. That's it. That's right. Look, I mean, if I mean, again, we can tell y'all a thousand times over, and y'all have whole, heard bits and pieces of our individual stories. But if you knew everything, first of all, could you handle it? Right. Could you handle it? And just to know that it it was my life, and to know that I have been able to handle it, and he keeps pushing me forward is something. Well, I'm he telling keeps you, pushing me forward is have, something. Yeah, I'm telling you, if those who have ears hear. They will know your life because you guys are an open book when it comes to sharing whom God has made you, how God has walked you through, and and you're very real and and I want to say just open. It's it's just an open. If if you ask me, is the sky blue? I'll tell you the answer. I know. I'm not going to try to give you any other thing. I'm not going to tell you about the fluffy clouds and all that. I can tell you the sky's blue. If yeah. you ask me about the ground, I'm going to look right at it, and I'm going to tell you about the concrete versus the grass. I'm not going to try to lead you anywhere that you don't need. That part. But if if you want to find somebody who's deceiving you, it's not here. It's just That's not. Right. It's just not. I, I wish I could express to anyone who hears this today yeah. or tonight or in a future broadcast that they replay it. Yes. That the fact is, is that God speaks. I, I call this the a podcast of confirmation because you all just don't know. One show uh, in, in one podcast will lead to somebody you coming on who has never been here, has mm -hmm. not listened to it because they, they just said, I heard about, and they'll be like, I was just so glad to be on because the testimony is going out. And then come on and confirm something two, three shows before yeah. that that were already already put in the works by God. Yeah. And so, um, I just pray that tonight you all are listening to Miss Coco, you all listen to Miss Quentin's Quint, and um, both of them are looking crazy because I don't usually call them that, but Coco and Quint, and just to know that it's been put on their hearts to talk to each and every one of us tonight. It's been put on their hearts to sound the horn. The Bible talks about the if their job is to sound the horn, do that job. What the people do after you sound in the horn isn't your issue. Your yes, issue is to sound the horn. Mm -hmm. And now the horn has been sound. Yeah. You know, will we all go back? Will I go back? Will I look in the mirror? You know, Michael Jackson said it best, you know, look at the man right in the mirror. In the mirror. Mm -hmm. the Bible talks about looking at in the mirror and then forgetting what you saw. It's that not part. like anybody's giving anyone here new information. The scriptures already tell you. They're helping you see it today. And so I just pray that the, your hearts are open and they, those who have ears will hear. Yes, and in and, and, and y'all downtime, Go and look up the song called Dear God by Smokey Norfolk. When I tell you that song, it's, it's, it's very profound. Just the first line of the song said it feels so good just to make it this far. Hmm. Just to make it this far. Because a, a, lot of, a, a lot of people that have been on here tonight, you have said, why did you choose me? 
the question is why not? That's right. Why not? He he got you here to make an impact for a reason. And at the end of the day, hey Makisha. Um, and at, at the end of the day, he got you here because your life is a pivotal moment for somebody else. And the question is, at the end of the day, like I have said before, if anybody can take anything from your life, what would they take from it? Mm. What will they take from it? I, I, I've said it a thousand times over. When you look at me, I don't want you just looking at me. I, I don't even want you to see me, but I want you to see the things of God, what he has done. That's what I want you to see. It ain't about me, but it's about what I know the man is capable of. It's about what I know he can do. It's about who he is just because he is. And I need y'all to understand that you are because he is. Listen, guys, I got quiet because I'm I'm ministering to somebody at the same time right now. Um, but it's really in my spirit to pray for the mindset of the people because suicide is running rampant. Mm-hmm. Death is running rampant. And I'm telling y'all, please, if you need somebody to talk to, reach out for help. Reach out. Reach out. I can't say that enough. Please reach out. Don't ever let it get that bad that you will not reach out to somebody. I'm ministering to somebody right now that just lost her best friend. But the person made an example. And I believe it was to say, pay attention. Because she literally tonight went on Facebook and took her life. And I truly believe she was saying, just because I'm in the church, Mm-hmm. Just because I'm walking around like everything okay. Mm-hmm. I need you all to pay attention because we are here and we're hurting. And everybody is looking past it. Nobody is reaching to me to help me. And I'm crying out. And she made an example. And the way she did it was not, oh my God. Is all I can say. So I truly pray for the mindset of the people. Get help. Y'all need somebody to talk to. We here. Mm-hmm. Please, if you need a therapist, call one. You want to talk to your pastor? Call one. Help is there. Go to your parents, reach out to a friend. Do not walk this walk alone if you feel like it's too heavy. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. All you got to do is open your mouth and I speak life on each and every one of you under the sound of my voice. You shall live and not die. That's what I need you to hear. You shall live and not die. 
you shall live and not die. And I need you to say it to yourself. I am going to live and not die. I will live. I will not die. It's so important. Yes, Makisha and and Milagros. There is no shame in asking for help. And you are right, Makisha. A lot of people are believing that hope is lost. And it is a lie. Because there is still a whole lot of hope. But again, it goes against the grain to say, who are you hoping in? Is your hope in man or is your hope in God? Because man will disappoint you every time the Bible tells you so. But Jesus, the God, never disappoints. Never disappoints. We may not understand why he does some of the things he does, but he never disappoints. That's it. And and, and, and like I said before, she even went there. <laughs> I told you, we, we speak life into people. I, I don't, I can't. I've, I've known a lot of people who have came to me and talked to me about committing suicide. And and all you can say is the devil is a whole lie. That's it. That you know, because that's not gonna happen. Again, when she said what she said, and then when, while she was talking, all I could hear is she said, "I will restore the years that the cake of worms have ate up." Mm-hmm. Because he can restore, he can undo. He can undo, that's but it. the question is, will you allow him to undo? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. If you reach out to us, I promise you, we are not <laughs> going to allow you to stay stuck. Nope. You're going to live. You are going to live. So please, if you're going through, we're here. Yep. We're here. We won't judge you. Our inbox is always open. It's always open. We will not judge you. We will pray with you. We will talk to you. Whatever, if you just need that ear. He's, yes, he's the only one who can. Yes. That's right. Yes, it does take strength to ask for help. But God does live within us. Yes, he does. Yes, he must become our anchor. So, yes. You, yes. you guys, I mean, we can't stress it enough. We really can't can't stress it enough. Um, we, I, I have been in that situation before where I tried it, and it didn't work. He didn't let it work. That, that's the point. I tried it, y'all, and he didn't let it work. I, I took I took a bunch of pills, and he he pretty much made me throw it up. That even after I threw it up, there was no effect. And right after I threw it up, he sent a preacher to my front door. Like literally. As I was tossing up my guts, she was knocking at my door. Woman I ain't never known her before. She come to my door thinking that she was at somebody else's house. Wow. See, this is the thing. When it's not your time, it's not your time. time. And you have a purpose. Okay, I got a fruit fly flying around my face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have you have a purpose there has been a time when the lord spoke to me concerning someone 
and I told his wife, I said, go check on him right now. Mm-hmm. He just he just texts you his suicide note. Go check on him right now. And she went in that room and he had taken a bottle of pills. He here now. Yeah. But he made other attempts, but the Lord has not taken him. You have a purpose. Please, yeah. please reach out. Please make the decision to live. Please reach out. That's it. Because like I said, that was my only, my one and only attempt. After I realized, okay, this this is serious. You done sit somebody by those and she don't know me and I don't know her. Mm-hmm. She was looking for a total stranger. But when she knocked on my door, he revealed everything to her. And then she all she asked me was one question. She said, if I come and pick you up, will you come to my church tomorrow? And I told her I'd be dressed and ready to go. And that's what I did. So it, it, he sends people to, to you at, at pivotal moments in your life. And this is the thing. And see, Milagros just said something. She tried three times and was angry and told God he doesn't want her. Okay. He said hell hell don't want her and he didn't want her either. Exactly. Until she realized that God was holding on holding to her. her. Exactly. But this the thing. When you take your life, baby, you ain't going to see him. Nope. You're not going to see him. You talk about seeing your loved ones and stuff. You're not you're not going to see them. Mm-mm. Okay. So please. That that's not the way to do it. If you think you're gonna see him by committing suicide or see your loved ones, you're not. You're not. not. Yeah, you you taking your own life don't make it better at all. Oh, and it affects just, everybody around, around you. That you. just leaves a bunch of unanswered questions. Exactly. Exactly. It affects everybody that love you. And then they start blaming themselves. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Hear me when I say, baby girl, it's not your fault. So please don't take on that burden. Yeah. Nothing that you could have done to change it. Because once a person has their mind made up about something, there ain't nothing you could do. At all. That's it. And and the, the one thing I always tell people about people that do really want to take their own life, they're not going to keep talking about it. They're just going to do it. They're going to do it. Exactly. They, it. The times that they were talking about it, that was the plea. Mm-hmm. Right. And when they stop talking and there's no more conversation, that's it. That's it. You know, and uh, this is this is the thing. I'm not telling everybody everybody that you gotta be all deep and, and what y'all some of y'all call religious to understand. But at the end of the day, first of all, honey, when people come to tell you that there's a problem within themselves, that they feel like everything about them is wrong, they feel like they have no purpose, they feel like all of these things are going on. I need y'all to really listen to the individual mm-hmm. because they're not talking just to talk. They mm-hmm. crying out and you just bypassing it. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because they did it in a slight joke. They did it, uh, you know, as a matter of factly, you know, they were calm. They weren't breaking down crying in front of you, mm-hmm. you know. So you left it as, oh, I got to get to, I got to get to my car and get to this place on time. 
mm-hmm. you know, but that's not the situation. No. The, the, the hint, the uh, little items. Sometimes your one call could have made the difference. Your your one follow up to that that it, that incident could have made the difference. And I'm talking to folks like me. I'm not a minister. I'm not, I don't carry any credentials, you know. But you know, every minister doesn't. That's not the first person that gets flagged. Someone yeah. stops and says, "Man, you just have a good life." Yep. Wow. Now it's time to talk to somebody because we all have good lives. I live on a minimal income and God has blessed me not that to have bills, not be paid. That part. On a minimal income. Come on now. And so I have testimony. I've died and been and brought back and and then left the hospital stronger than I was before. That part. They sir. never even did the operation. Died before the operation happened. But you know? this. this I'm sorry to cut you, T. Mm. Let, me, let me say this real quick. Um, this thing is a trick of the enemy. And it can work. Facebook needs to be flooded with prayer right now. Yeah. Like literally flooded. Because some people are going to see this and they're going to be like, oh, she had the courage. And because they already had the mindset, like-minded spirits attract. Exactly. So it's gonna be more suicides. Mm-hmm. But it's already and happening. You got the other ones that are like, "Oh my God, we need to pray. Mm-hmm. We need to speak life. We need to help the other ones." So this right here is crazy. And I'm praying somebody report the video. I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. It mm-hmm. was described to me. I'm praying the video get reported so it can get removed immediately. Amen. Amen. That Amen. is Touch my prayer. It needs to be Touch completely gone from Facebook. Touch and agree. Amen. Because this right here is... I mean, you got to think about it. It's, it's right now. A lot of things are living themselves out. Yes. And, and again... People can keep saying they beg to differ. You can say what you want, but revelation is playing itself out. That's right. Um, you know, if it's if it's not people taking their own life, you got people murdering people every day. Every day. And then it, and then it's just a life cycle, literally. The life cycle is when somebody goes, somebody's being born. Mm-hmm. Every if you look at it, it, and I won't, I mean, I'm not telling you to take the time to do it, but you can look at it in your own time if you like. When you go look at the obituaries, look at the birth section at the same time. And literally the same amount of deaths you see, you see more births happening at the same time. So it's 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 a it's a cycle. It is. And and the question is, what end of the cycle are you on? That's that's the whole point. That life is important, and there's nothing that goes on so bad in life that you can't continue living it. That's it. Man. Sometimes Amen. you sometimes you just might have to change your circle of people and your atmosphere. That's if that's it. what it takes, honey, you can leave everything behind, walk away, go somewhere else, and live for real. Amen. Because I mean it's this this is a, a thing where it's not it's not um it shouldn't have to be this way. That's right. So people shouldn't take your cries for help as a joke. Not at all. That, 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 that's not what we about. Like I said again, 
our inboxes are always open. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how to find us if you need us, because we we never put ourselves where we can't be we can't be you know connected or gotten to or reached. That's right. not where we are. Um, and the most that we can do, if the, if we not well, I mean, like I said, we're gonna speak life into you regardless. But we're gonna mm-hmm. pray for you. We we definitely gonna put up some prayer. That's the one thing. Prayer reaches a whole bunch of atmospheres that you may not physically be able to reach. But prayer has no boundaries. And all it takes is one prayer to change the situation. That's it. And and I just want to touch and agree that um I don't have a public, um, as they, as they say, I don't advertise uh, getting in touch with me. But both of these women of God do know that I am open to hear from anyone. You don't feel comfortable to talking to a woman uh if you're some guys out there and you just want to hear what another guy thinks about it um i want to let you know before we start talking um i'm gonna we're gonna pray thank you and 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 we're gonna we're gonna see where god wants us to walk but definitely know um that i'm right along and touching and agreeing that you will not get turned away here and and thank you whoever the facebook user is it don't say your name but i i thank you please share the message Mm -hmm. um because i it doesn't tell us who you are but we appreciate you for coming on and supporting everybody that's been on tonight we we auto always thank you guys for supporting but tonight is a is a message of just wanting you to to know that your life is important that you are important you are needed, you are loved, and, and you matter to somebody. And yeah, that's, we're that's ending on a point. somber note, but this is so encouraging uh, that we know ourselves. Uh, yeah. Please understand that. We pray, uh, I mean, I, I'm praying for uh, both Coco and uh, Quint right now uh, because they're, they're literally taking the brunt of this, you know, especially with Quint's, um, you know, just really trying to minister to the young lady who is dealing with the aftermath of this. And um, and I'm, I'm in the same area. I don't want to see the video. I'm, I'm praying right along with her mm-hmm. that it's removed as quickly as possible, uh, that it's already been reported, uh, that it's been flagged, whatever needs to happen. Uh, because uh, copycatting is real. Yeah, um, it is. Like spirits, as she stated, are real. And, yeah. and we just don't want to see that cycles continue, uh, at least not through this venue. Um, that, that she's going through and so. again let us we we will stress it again that do not thinking that if you choose to end your life it's going to put you in a better place it's not it's not because it's not it, it does not it does not opposite. change the situation it, it ensures the opposite yeah it literally does yes um and and, and before we go t um, um you know i'm going to ask you if you don't mind sir to pray us out Amen. Because that will be how we end this tonight. Yes. The um, because we we need all hearts and minds to be clear. Amen. We don't want to core because this this is definitely not about us. That's um, right. And we we pray that when he begins to pray, and even when the prayer ends, that it reaches every heart, prick the Amen. heart that it needs to prick, and and allows you to go and find help from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Reach out to somebody because somebody cares enough. Yes. To take the time out to help you care about yourself. Amen. So go ahead, T. Amen. Father, oh, we don't come to you lightly on this particular subject. 
we know that we need to see who we are and understand why we are, what we're doing, what we need improvement in, and asking your help to get there. Yes. But Lord, right now, um, we know we're ending on a very somber, a very real note, and this is the loss of life that we just want to make sure others are not uh, attaching that spirit to themselves. Yes, we want to make sure that each and every party who are in the sound of the voices of anyone on this podcast or hear it at any other point in their life, yes. know that God is there for them. Yes, He's here Lord. for us all. He's taking care of us. He's watching over us in spite yes, of what the enemy is saying. When there are words going out that nobody cares for me, it yes, is Lord. a lie. When he goes out and they say, I don't have any friends, it's a lie. If they say that they don't have anyone who loves them, it is a lie. Yes, you are there for us. You are a friend. Yes, you are a redeemer. Yes, you are Lord. our savior. You yes, are Lord of Lords. And you yes, come into our lives to, to grant us the ability to move forward in yes, love. You grant yes, us the ability to move forward in the faith that yes, you've Lord. given us. You are reaching out a hand, and the only people who aren't going to get this are the ones who not, do not open that door when you knock. Yes, but, sir. Lord, we know that that has already been claimed. We know that that has already been uh, declared a victory yes, for sir. you. We know that people are going to be changed. They're going to hear this word. They're going to hear that there are people there for them. And we know that even there are going to be some folks that contact us. We want to make sure that they're contacting someone. Yes, that is not about us on this podcast. Yes, it is about you, Father. Yes, it is about their lives. And we know that you only have good intended for them. That yes, the roadmap to salvation has already been written, has already been given, and has already been paid for. Yes, and Lord. through you. We pray that you will comfort. We pray that you will uh, just overflow with joy yes, and that hope will follow we know that the um that just accepting you father is going to send grace and mercy and understanding we pray for all this and so many more things that we have not thought about to say that you are covering that gap and taking care of each and every one of these people in their lives where they are how they are and that they will reach out to someone now lord we pray now in your son jesus christ's name amen amen and again, um, we thank everybody that has shared it because I, I, I could hear all of the dings, so I know when it's shared. Um, and we pray that it pricks every heart, mind, soul, body, the whole entire being. Amen. Because again, you guys are not alone. Um, when I, I can't stress that enough. You are definitely Amen. not alone. Again, I must say it again. You matter to somebody. Yes. You are loved by somebody. We don't even know you, but we love you to we life as we you. always we say. Love we love you to life as we always say. Um, and your life matters. You know what I mean? I, I, we can't stress that enough right now in, in this time and in this season. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's so gripping that you don't want to end it. Cause you don't know what's going to take place right but we we gotta we gotta go because clint has to finish ministry um so you guys keep her in your prayer as she ministers to um the individual that she's talking to keep Amen. the family in your prayers please 
um, so that it won't go any further than where it is. Amen. And and we we just bind the spirit of suicide in the name right of now Jesus. in the name of Jesus. In and the we, name of Jesus, we lose laughter and joy yes. and peace yes. in place in yes. place of that. And Amen. and if I can't stress it enough, please, all prayer warriors and intercessors, I need y'all to get on the wall yes. tonight. Um, if you're not on the wall and you put it down for a while, I need you to pick it up because I need y'all to get on the wall Amen. tonight and do what you have to do. All right, because it's not about us at this time. Um, so we we definitely love you guys. Uh, we speak life into everyone. Again, we love you guys to life. We pray that y'all have a wonderful night. And may peace overshadow you yes. on tonight because we want you to rest well um, and rest in his love, his hope, and who he is. And may he cradle you in the safety of his arms tonight. So we love you guys. Um if nobody else has anything to say, we will see y'all again on Wednesday night, and then we'll make our announcements then. But we love you guys. Y'all have a great night. Amen.